Hello everyone and welcome back to Traylon Talks, where I sit down and read stories that go along with the theme. These stories will range from Reddit, personal stories, and more. So grab a snack, get comfy, and let's dive into these crazy stories. I hope you enjoy. Today's theme is going to be uh, centered in my home state of Alaska. I've been working on this for a minute and I wanted to do something a little bit more close to home. A it just would make me feel a little bit more connected to my culture um, in my childhood. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about Alaskan urban legends. Uh, these are ones that I heard growing up as a kid um, and many others just like me here in Alaska. Um, so the first creature that we are going to be discussing is the whole inspiration for today's episode. Um, it's a creature that scared me relentlessly as a kid, and it is called the Kushtika. <clears throat> Clinket folklore was shared to me as a young child sitting around the campfire. The one that stuck with me the most was the Kushtika. I remember an older man telling me the story. I can't differentiate who this man was, whether he was my uncle or a camp leader all the same. It was a rainy night and a huge storm was passing through southeast Alaska. I was on a remote island for a survival skill training with my classmates. It was our second night there and we only had homemade shelters. We gathered around the uncovered fire pit. The rain trickled down between the tree branches above. The man said, do you all want to hear a story? Of course, we were bored and out of our minds. So we all exclaimed, yes, please. He sighed and gave a little chuckle. He began warning us to never wander into the forest alone. Not even during the day, always follow the buddy system. He could not stress this enough. He continues, however, if you find yourself alone, be cautious and keep your guard up. You may hear a familial voice call to you. You may also hear a woman or a child crying in the distance. Don't be a fool. If you are wrong, you will run into a nasty fate. Say you run into the forest to be the hero, dot, dot, dot. But when you arrive, you see nothing. You look around, confused. Then you hear a twig snap near you. I swivel around in search of the source. The crying turns to laughter. It's too late for you. You see a disheveled, hairy, humanoid hand grasping the tree in the distance, but you can't see what it is as it is engulfed by the shadows. Who are you? Do you need my help? You yell out. Suddenly, a misshapen humanoid creature steps out of the darkness the Kushtika. It sheds its old disguise of what you guess to be a poor old lady, but it's so desecrated you can't say. What? Why, why is this shedding? No, no. The Kushtika dumps its old skin on the forest floor. Now exposed is its true form, an otter man with his long whiskers and silky smooth pelt. Not in a cute way. It begins to snarl at you with a gaping mouth full of razor sharp teeth. As he moves closer to you, you are paralyzed with fear. Its eyes widen and revel darkness. It stares into your soul, determined to take it for himself. He is hungry. He needs a new disguise. These evil monsters use shape-shifting sh shape to lure their victims into the water, like a mermaid in some ways. They have the ability to shape-shift between human and otter. 
commonly screaming like women or children in danger, all to steal your soul. Wow. So this is a little expert passage that I wrote myself of just my own personal story of sitting around a campfire. Um, I was on a survival trip. It was seventh grade or sixth grade. I was really young. It was middle school. Um, and there was a thunderstorm going on during, uh, <laughs> during this story. So it just made the whole ambience so dramatic. Um, and I really tried to put my heart and soul into those words. I know I did stumble a little bit during the reading. I am a little bit nervous. It's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast episode, so I do apologize for that. Um, moving along. Many account encounters were reported in the Thomas Bay area of Alaska in 1900. A man was there during the gold rush. He claimed to see and had been chased by a pack of wild creatures. He stated this encounter was Kushtika and didn't care if anyone thought him crazy. He vowed to never return to that area again. <clears throat> wow. So that's uh, just a little little fun fact i wanted to include because there really is a man uh from in 1900s that claimed he got he got chased down by a pack of kushtikas um and it's been reported on many 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 different news articles i've read um so i thought that was kind of cool and i wanted to include that our next creature is called the Kualupik. The terrifying Inuit mermaid lives in the sea. An Inuit legend described as a human-like, green-skinned creature. Their hands are aquatic, webbed type with scales and fins. It has two flippers. One emits a shrill sound to paralyze victims. With long hair, slimy skin, very long fingernails, and wearing an amultic, which is a parka where an Inuit woman can hold a child on their back. A baby pouch, like a kangaroo, but for your back. Elders would warn the children if they disobeyed or wandered too far, the qualopic would appear. Come to shore and put her in her Oh my gosh, excuse me. Come to shore and put them in her amutic, where she would then take them back to the sea and raise them as her own, making it clear the children would never see their families again. If you ever hear a woman humming in the Arctic Ocean, run. They emit an ethereal hum to draw the children closer and then pull them in. It is said to be very ugly and smells of sulfur, lurking near ice flows. This myth served a purpose, however, to keep the local children safe from the environment, preventing them from getting too close to the ice and falling in. And that's the thing about most urban legends. They do have like some element of a teaching or a lesson behind it like for the uh kushtika i assume the lesson behind his story would to be not to wander off into the woods alone um much similar with our our um qualopic uh she's like a mermaid you know it warns children not to get close to the edge of the ice so that they don't fall in um Our next creature is something you've definitely heard of. I'm sure it's a common household name. Everyone's heard of it. And if you haven't, I'm here to tell you all about the Tornit, or better known as Mr. Bigfoot. 
I'm sure you've heard of Bigfoot, but have you heard of the name Tornit? Well, me neither. The Alaskan Bushman said to stand up to 10 feet tall, shaggy, coarse hair, elongated arms, foul-smelling, and ape-like. Lives in the wild tundra of Alaska. Reports of hunters going missing only to be found later mangled mangled and mutilated stories of tornet have been passed down for centuries upon centuries some dating back to the crossing of the Beringland bridge the inuits and the tornets lived peacefully for a time in villages near one another they shared common hunting grounds and all was well the inuits had advanced into the craft of kayak creation Unfortunately, the Tornets were not able to master this craft. The Inuits had an advantage for hunting and fishing now. One night, a young Tornet boy had borrowed an Inuit boy's kayak. However, he did not ask for permission. While he was out, the Tornet boy had made a mistake. He accidentally damaged the bottom of this kayak. The young Inuit boy soon discovered this damage and became enraged. He was so mad he marched over to the Tornet village. When he found the Tornet boy, he was sleeping, but he did not care. The Inuit boy stabbed the Tornet boy to death in his sleep. This frightened all of the Tornets. They fled, never to be seen again, besides the occasional spotting of Bigfoot to this day. Um, and they actually made a movie about Bigfoot, and I remember watching it as a kid. I'll have to apologize because I don't remember <laughs> what it was called, but he really liked hamburgers from McDonald's. I do remember that. They put that in the movie. Um, don't quote me on it, though. But, you know, he's big, he's hairy, he's tall, he's smelly, he's the Bigfoot. Um, and this story... I never had heard it before I started researching this topic, the Tornets. Um, I have, of course, heard the Alaskan Bushman. Um, and the funny thing is, is I did not know that that was another word for Bigfoot. But I remember uh, as a kid, we have this museum downtown. And every year they'd open it up and let us go in. And it's like a, a recreation of the deep, deep, deep forest areas around here. And they had a statue or a model or whatever you want to call it of the Bigfoot. And I would always run up to the Bigfoot and be like, oh, my gosh, mom, look, it's Bigfoot. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty big around here in Alaska. Um <clears throat> Moving on. So this next creature is called the Kiliut. It's an Inuit legend described this creature as a black hairless dog, preying on those who dare to travel under the cover of night. Only having hair on its feet, the Kaliutes track disappear into the snow, so its victims will never know they are being stalked. The Kaliute is said to have the ability to access the spiritual world and the physical world, preying on unfortunate souls who start from the beaten path. Oh, that was supposed to be stray. Sometimes referred to the spirit of death, it is not necessarily a predator. In a strict sense, more of a spiritual of the... Oh my gosh. In a strict sense, more of a spirit of the netherworld. Sorry about that. The sight of one is said to cause disorientation, hypothermia, and finally death. So this one... um, a lot of people like to compare it to a, I want to say Great Britain, uh, a Great Britain urban legend of a 
black hairless dog. I forget what they call it, but it's basically the same thing. It's not necessarily a predator, but it's a spirit from the netherworld. Um, and it is a spirit of death. However, it's not, I don't think it's inherently evil. I'm not really sure. Uh, so don't quote me on that one. I just think that it, it does its job much like the, uh, the Grim Reaper would. <clears throat> Moving on, this one is called the Inkerat. Inkerat. Um, I will say this right now. I know I am not pronouncing all of these correctly, and I do apologize for that. Uh, this is for educational and entertainment purposes only, um, and I do not mean to offend anybody by my mispronunciations. I just really want to share the stories uh, because, you know... I feel like there's not that much out there for Alaskan people, and I want to provide a form of entertainment for, you know, the people that I love where I live. Um, so with that being said, respectfully, I I do hope I'm saying these right, but I know I am not, so I do apologize. Um, this is a Yupik tradition, and it is described as tiny people. Elders say they live in different in a different dimension they have the ability to appear and disappear at will those who have seen them claim they are hunting fishing or gathering just like we do if you are invited to their dwellings one day for them is a year for us much like a leprechaun they live for causing mischief they there are many who believe the incarnate disorients and confuses unsuspecting travelers before trapping them in their dwellings that may consist of caves or underground lairs a thick fog is said to appear before the victims are brought in and quickly dispersed afterwards wow so that's really really creepy and eerie um they're like they're said to be like these little fairy creatures um actually i don't think they have the they have wings but they're really really small um and i couldn't find a lot of information on this legend um in fact it's not one that i ever heard of uh before starting my research but i wanted to include it especially since there's such like little information out there about them i know that there is a book out there um and if i go back to my research i will try to make sure and link that book in the description of this on my youtube video or on my youtube channel so anyone interested in learning more about them they can hopefully purchase that book and read up on it um what i where I pulled my sources of information from was reading many different articles, uh, just scorching through earth and internet to try to find any kind of information on it. Um, I actually might even continue this series if you guys like it and uh, try to get into contact with some of my mother's elders and see if there's some things that they can educate me on so that I can include more. And definitely for my YouTube listeners out there, feel free down in the comments to let me know if you know of any other Alaskan urban legends you'd like me to talk about or research, and I'd be more than happy to. And definitely if I am pronouncing any of this wrong, feel free <laughs> to correct me and I you would be doing me a great service. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for today, folks, and I hope you enjoyed. Uh, let me know your opinions down in the comment sections, and if you enjoyed 
enjoyed today's video please hit that like or subscribe button i'm not picky um and if you are a listener on spotify or apple music or iHeartRadio, thank you for being here thank you for listening to the end i appreciate your support more than you know and i hope all of you all of my listeners have a lovely rest of your day um this is cat ak also known as Trey Lynn talks signing off bye bye